Welcome back to another episode of the Best Minutes Podcast. Each week, Movies by Minutes hosts examine the 1946 William Wyler-directed film, The Best Years of Our Lives, one minute of screen time per episode. She is a comedian and panelist from the Now You've Seen It podcast, Alice Lauren. And he is Curtis Blaze of the Better Off Dead Minute and Time Bandits Minute podcasts. It may take us years to get anywhere. We'll have no money, no decent place to live. We'll have to work, get kicked around. But at least we have this episode! Hey everybody, welcome to Minute 111 of the Best Minutes Podcast. Minute 111 starts with Al and Millie looking on disapprovingly as Peggy leaves the room and ends with Peggy beginning to reveal her harebrained idea. You were tricked. I was tricked. So it's just the mom, the dad, and the daughter. So the dad is Frederick March, the mom is Myrna Loy, and the daughter is Teresa Wright. A mirror. A very clean mirror. Oh, wow. I think in the, oh modern, in the modern world of... Oh, oh it, my gosh. <laughs> the more you keep saying, the more I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> They're all mirror. Right. <laughs> Why is that freaking me out so much? <laughs> oh, my gosh. In this wait, w- that room is so much smaller than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> in the modern day of Instagram, I am just not used to mirrors being this clean. Oh my god, so true. That's so true. Oh my god, they're about to make a TikTok. <laughs> they're about to make a MySpace mirror selfie. <laughs> what are you, 50? Alright, here we go. 50. <laughs> so dad follows daughter, drinks a cocktail. She reveals that he she's into Butch or whatever. Okay, so it's only those three in the scene. So, for a minute, 111, it's just Myrna, Loy, Frederick March, and Teresa Wright. And what are their character names? Probably Peggy. I put my money on it. No. <laughs> Mira Loy plays Millie Stevenson. Frederick March okay. plays Al Stevenson. And Teresa Wright plays Peggy Stevenson. Did you say Peggy? Oh, wait, I did say Peggy. Oh, that creeps me out. There's always a Peggy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, scene uh, moment by moment. Here we go. They start off in front of a mirror, and we're not quite sure what exactly has happened. But dad looks like he is upset about something as daughter walks out of the room. And mom looks a little judgmental. Mm-hmm. Dad immediately follows daughter out of the room into her room. And while mom looks judgmentally into the mirror, watching him go. Mm-hmm. By the way, there's two mirrors in this. I don't know if you noticed that yet. Not yet. What? <laughs> you can also see her hands messing with her purse in the mirror. Oh, wow. In the lower mirror. Oh, yeah, yeah. The little mirror. Yeah, yeah. So on the desk... We have Dad's photo, a bunch of perfume stuff. The other photo looks almost like a Walt Disney. Like, it reminds me of Walt Disney. Good observation. He, uh, that's the dad, too. Yeah, yeah. Can you imagine just multiple men on her nightstand? No. <laughs> <laughs> There's a phone in front of that, a bunch of perfume, just a lot of different perfumes all over that thing. Yeah. So that must be her, like, her private desk because it's got pictures of him on it. Imagine, yeah. And that would be her, what do you call that? Vanity? Vanity, yeah. That would be her vanity with all of her crap on it. Mm-hmm. Then a little tiny mirror, and it's got, are those playing cards? No, the one in the upper right-hand corner is a picture of a kid, and the one in the lower oh. left-hand corner is a picture of a kid. Oh, wow. I know, isn't there a son somewhere here? There is a son, yeah. Yeah. So son and daughter, and I bet, boy, it's hard to tell because they both look like they have the same hair. I'll try and zoom in here. Yeah, why is there a little mirror next to a big mirror? It's like they couldn't... 
when she's sitting down in front of this thing, she would have that little mirror for detail work. Yeah, I suppose. I think she'd stand up to look, see what her dress looks like. Right, right. And then sit down and, like, mm-hmm. push her face into the mirror to, uh, to do her makeup. Well, no, it's still overkill, but lots of lamps. Lots of different kind of lamps. Which It looks like there's just something around that little white lamp. Like, it doesn't look like... That's really... That's just really, like, a weird design. The decorative dark thing on top? But yeah, the decorative dark thing. It's like someone's... Oh, my scrunchie or my phone cord. <laughs> like, I, my scrunchie for my massive head. I don't... <laughs> that's where I keep it. <laughs> All right. Our next shot mm-hmm. is another static shot of uh, Peggy's root. Oh, no. Wait a minute. i got to back this up. I said Peggy's room before, but this is clearly his study. Absolutely, yeah. It's got his desk. It's got drinks. <laughs> mm-hmm. But this uh, this architecture is very weird to me. You see him walking through the door out of the bedroom, right? He walks out of the bedroom and then into the door. He walks yeah. away from her like that, goes through the bedroom door, and then turns and goes through another door. Yeah. And then in the next shot, we see him come through that door... And then he comes through French doors into the room. That's, that's so many doors, you know. Because you're saying, like, he goes through, like, the last part to come into this scene is he goes through, like, a kind of entrance way and, and, then, and, then, and then French doors. We see him go a direction in the mirror first, which is confusing. Yeah. So we had to flip that, that shot yeah. around, and then it made yeah. sense. Because if we didn't flip that shot around... Then he was coming back into the same bedroom. Right, exactly. Right. Okay, now it makes sense. But boy, the editing on that was tough. Mm-hmm. When they were planning that shot out, they were like, wait, how are we going to do this? Mm-hmm. By the way, she's making him a drink. Yeah, how how old is she? Because one annoyance that I had here is like, man, she is real, real, real mature. And that's fine, but it's like very, like, I am mom right now. Kind of, I don't even know how to put it. I don't know. It's it, it's, it's like a creepy maturity. For someone who's supposed to be fairly young, I don't know. You know, I'm, I'm having this weird thing where my wife and I right now are are watching uh, Twin Peaks for the first time ever. Mm-hmm. And we're experiencing that a lot because all the teenagers are clearly 30. Yeah. In that show. Like, she's clearly 30, but she's acting like a middle-aged woman. And I'm like, are you really the daughter or are you... <laughs> the mom. You know, and at first I thought that this was... The mom. This was mom and dad, and then it, like... Like having a drink in the other room? Yeah, yeah. Well, I I, I must have, like, glanced over, you know, didn't see the mom in the first part, but I just even, like, just from this, I was like, wait a second, is this mom and dad? Oh, no, no, no. Her mom just walked in. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, this is supposed to be the young woman. Right, the daughter. Well, and then, so, you know, another thing that's weird is there's such a, a difference in age between the guy she ends up with and, and her. And isn't that, even that the actresses, mom and, and daughter, the actresses were fairly close in age, too, right? If this is true, you read somewhere they were pretty close, mom and daughter. Yeah. I don't know how far apart they are, except that mom seems to have old lady makeup on. And daughter seems to have what I call walking around makeup. Hmm. And I, I think that's one of the things that kind of makes them seem further apart than they might be in real life. Maybe. Because daughter's just got light smoky eyes on, right? But mom has like just crazy, well, let me think about it. She's got her eyebrows drawn on. She's got nose shaping stuff happening. She has heavy lipstick. She's got highlighter happening. She's bronzed around the edges. She's... 
She, she looks very, very serious. I mean, right. they all do. None of them look, you know, super whimsical. And makeup-wise, I mean, you can't really see, obviously, can't see, you know, pretty, you know, colors and, you know, exper- I mean, you can see some experimenting, like eyeliner maybe, but. Oh, yeah, um, for sure. She's got, Mom, well, I'm looking at a picture of Mom right now. She definitely has drawn-on brows. Hmm. She's got brows that are totally connected to the bridge of her nose. Perfectly. She's definitely got mascara. Yeah, that must be it, though. That's what makes it very serious, the very... You know, strict, serious, right. you know, skinny brow. It definitely helps. She's got high cheekbones. They're definitely using bronzer around the outside of her on the bottom. Also to help unsquare her jaw a little bit. Mm-hmm. She's got heavy lipstick on. And it looks like they've emphasized her bottom lip to give her more pout. Kind of that, like, that resting bitch face. Right. <laughs> That's what I feel like, yeah. So they've done all that to her. And the daughter seems to have natural brows that are just sharpened up with a brow liner, whatever you want to call that eyebrow pencil yeah she looks kind of she looks like kind of like makeup less i mean i know it's makeup but it's like what what men call natural but that it takes a lot of work to do (laughs) and then she has more of a she has more of a wet lip too than mom yeah yeah i found the the trivia thing so it says myrna loy was only 13 years older than bright who plays her daughter so this was 1946 you said because i thought 45 because i just think of it as like way too soon after the war in like a delicious way because they obviously say a lot about the war way too soon after the war it's 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 crazy how like people were still coming home what they were depicting was still happening when this happened yeah so So. it went it went to novel and then movie and writing and production and out in the time before before it was all done happening okay so this was 1946 so Myrna Loy was born in 1905. So Myrna Loy is 41. That makes uh, that makes her 20. Yeah, Teresa Wright was 1918. Yeah. So 28. I believe 28. She looks 28. I mean, I'm 28. So maybe. Yeah, so. I don't know. I don't know how anyone is supposed to look at any age. Movies have spoiled that for me. <laughs> well, especially especially old movies. Well, another thing they did was they gave her a collar. Like they hide her shoulders, and her daughter has bare shoulders. So when you get when you're like on say second thirty five, and you see them both together, it really emphasizes how different in age they are. Yeah, that's that's true. I mean, I guess showing the shoulders has that bit more risque kind of kind of feel to it. That's true. And they're kind of and they're kind of belting her dress a little bit higher too, so that her boobs stick out a little bit more. And mom's got more of a classic curved waist going down yeah i think of like academy award dresses yeah i think of like academy award like red carpet dresses where it's kind of like how they want the actresses you know in their 40s and definitely 50s and above to kind of like 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 a meryl street kind of right right. you know kind of thing yeah right well then we haven't even talked about dad here. yeah to your eyes how old does he appear to you um uh like I, forty-seven. Forty-seven. Okay, and that would that would jive for a couple of people being married. Let's do the math on this. If she is, she's supposed to be, I think, seventeen or eighteen, probably seventeen. Yeah, I bet. So seventeen years ago, she would have been about twenty-three, and he'd have been about thirty. That makes sense. He would have taken off for the war. Well, okay, it it wouldn't make sense for him to have gone to war at that age, though. Mm, true. He wouldn't be a forty-seven-year-old like in World War Two. No, that's true. Yeah. I mean, well, were they ever older when they were... I feel like maybe that was a question I had just during watching the film. Like, would you be older as, like, a sergeant or a higher-ranking official? Well, that's a good question. 
World War II ultimately went on for about 11 years, but the, the thing we think of as World War II was about four or five years. Yeah. Let me see. Let me do a Google on that quick. Let's see. Well, in World War II, there were people that were 60 serving, mm. although I think the draft was cut off at 35. 21 to 45 to register. Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm... Uh... You know, even thinking like in modern, you know, times that you're probably your 20s, maybe 30s when you, you know, let's say, let's say in combat. Um, But I wonder, yeah, if you rise to the ranks. Well, the thing is, he, he is depicting a guy who got drafted and then came home. Mm. So he would have been pretty low on the draft list, I would think, if he was almost fifty. I'm just reeling with the. With, I'm just reeling with the fact that he, the actor, was born in 1897, which I know isn't like. <laughs> that far off from 1905, yeah. you know, 1905 seemed crazy now too, but, you know, it's still... <laughs> it was two centuries ago. Wow. So here's the thing. They took really old men and just called them all 30 back in the day. Yeah. Like, it's especially obvious when you watch shows like the uh, Twilight Zone and stuff. Oh, yeah. No. Where they'll have a guy, clearly, that that is in his 50s, and they'll say, this young man of 30... And then you just go with it because of willing suspension of disbelief. Oh yeah, yeah. I was, I saw. Well, I saw a meme recently. But even you know, watching the movie all these years, watching Greece, you know, Greece. Right? I mean, how can we believe those were teenagers? You know, no way. So I wonder if she is seventeen. And on, on Roger Ebert's thing, it says like about like his character, like you know, Al Stevenson in his forties was an infantry man. And is now returning to his family in the bank. And so he was in his 40s. Um. So that would make more sense if they had her when she was like, if they had her when mom was like 20, then he would just be barely in his 40s and she would be in her late 30s. Oh. Okay. The, the characters would. Yeah. We're deciding that mom is late 30s, he's early 40s, and she's about 17. In spite of yeah. the fact, in spite of the fact that he clearly looks 50, she clearly looks mid 40s, and daughter clearly looks almost 30. All right. So the details of this room that we see in this uh, static shot they've got for us. Boy, these old movies are a lot easier to do that with, by the way. They just stuck that on a tripod and just let it go, didn't they? I don't think it, I don't think it edits. I think they just have a tripod up and they just come in and act the scene out. That's true. Yeah. For like 40 yeah. seconds. Mm-hmm. Does the camera move at all? Oh, the camera pans slightly. Yeah, slightly you see her. At, as the daughter walks away. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So we start off with Peggy... Walking by, she wasn't in the bedroom. Al sees her, and he, and he goes off to talk to her while Mom looks on like, oh, I'm not going to like this. Al goes around the corner and does all that crazy crap that we were talking about before. Ends up in the room where she's mixing him a drink. Yeah. Oh, 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 no, she made that drink for Woody Merrill, and he's grabbing it. Oh. She's like, oh, no, you don't. <laughs> and there were, were there no issues with? alcohol and the, her age and I, you know, I don't know like if I was you know fixing my dad a whiskey I'd be you know I'd be like what are you doing why are you in our liquor cabinet you know <laughs> well she's fixing that guy a drink I don't think it was as big a deal back then I really don't yeah I, no because even um even from your from my generation to yours we used to just drink mm-hmm. beers mm-hmm. like at home we'd get dad a beer we'd get ourselves a beer and everyone's different I mean some people are more like what wine during dinner uh you know but I bet you, uh, I, I think, gotta think about this. A 17-year-old knows how to mix up a proper drink. Yeah. Isn't that something? Oh, yeah. 1946. You know, you know, people were getting married at 13 and 15. 17, she was probably getting pretty long in the tooth. Oh, my God. <laughs> like for, uh, for, 
for not having a man and settling down yet. Well, I think the the big thing that, you know, I mean, at least from talking to my, my nursing home residents, you know, who are around at the time talking about, like, getting married at 18 and, you know, high school sweethearts and that kind of idea, too, yeah. What, uh, your nursing home residents, what age are they about now? Um, I mean, we also, it's also, like, rehab as well, so we have people also in their 50s, 60s, um, as well, but, I mean, we have people in their... I would say like 80s. I mean, we have someone that's 100. We have, you know, a few 90-year-olds. I mean, I think we're getting a bit more... Would you say 80s? We 80? have where people are a bit younger. But yeah, but yeah definitely, yeah, I would say 80s. So 80s would have been like 60, 50, 40, like 1940. They were born in 1940. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they, no, I remember, I, I, remember so I talked to someone who I believe is uh, was 91, maybe, maybe 93. I think 91, and she said that, yeah, she was a, a nurse... You know, in the in the area that I live, and her husband was a was a soldier, or her husband at the time was a, a soldier. I think I don't know if they met doing that, or you know, I think he was maybe a patient of hers at one point. I don't know if they were going together at the, you know at that time, but they were very young, and she was a young nurse, and that's just interesting. Well, that would make them Korea Korea War people, Korean War people, mm-hmm. and were they? I wonder if Korean War seventeen year olds were like. A little late getting married and knew how to mix good drinks. Mm-hmm. Well, did did the war kind of push? Well, either push, I could either push up the age or push down the age. I guess. I mean, because you want to have. If I remember right, the concept of teenager wasn't really a thing until the fifties. Hmm. Interesting. Like you would, you know, actually be a teenager, but that wasn't. That was just a young adult. That wasn't. You're not a. You're not. You're not a kid. You're... Yeah, you're not an old kid. You were a young adult. So you would have been learning all the, you would have been trying to dress like an adult and, and mixing drinks and, and knowing how to do all that stuff. Probably going out to the lodge, having steak dinners together and dating. <laughs> but dating like with an eye on marriage, not dating with like, I'm going to go have some pizza and check out a movie. Yeah. My gosh, what would it be? I was going to say like, what would it be that? Let's see. I mean, they had movie theaters. I was going to say, like, cinema and chill. Not, like, Netflix and chill, but, like, you know, some sort of, like, records and chill, yeah. <laughs> records and relax. There you go. <laughs> records and relax. <laughs> I, wonder what the, I wonder, how did people in the 1940s sneak away to have sex with each other? Because I don't think they... It was always... It's always mom and dad go out for the night, and then you're, like, making out on the couch, right? And then, in the sitcoms, mom and dad always come home early. But... In real life, I bet they would have just been, like, f***ing each other in the rec room. <laughs> down in the basement. Or, what's it called? Like, some sort of a... Gosh, I don't know what it's... What is it even called? Like, when you, like, like make out point or whatever people... You know, in, like, in like the movies or shows right. or something. Like, like Grease or something. You know, you go off, you go to the drive-in. I kind of get the feeling that once the 50s rolled around and teenagers started to be a thing, then they had to sneak out somewhere to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I remember talking to a resident who was in her 90s um, as well, and she and she was talking about, I think she was in maybe high school, or I mean, maybe 18, I don't know, or probably maybe younger, talking about she'd go over to like a, you know, 30-year-old boyfriend's house or something, and I'm like, oh my god, you know? But <laughs> <laughs> the, um, well, yeah, and that doesn't really seem too unusual either. The, like in my town growing up, it was always, you know, that thing, uh, let's see. How to put that? Like, it wasn't really weird for a 17-year-old to be dating a 25-year-old no. back in the back in the 80s and 90s. It was no. still it was still illegal, but no one really prosecuted it unless a, parents had a problem with it. Mm-hmm. 
Because at that point, you're just like, well, they're six years apart. My parents are ten years apart. <laughs> That's what I was going to say, because, I mean, women usually marry older men, or at least it's showcased that way. I mean, if you think of, like, My Fair Lady or something, yeah. Well, that brings up the Bill Clinton and Monica Lewinsky thing. Like, they were mm-hmm. both legal. Yeah. She was 23 or whatever she was, and he was 50 yeah. or whatever he was. Yeah. And uh, there's nothing illegal going on there, but... Power dynamics and that stuff is, is you know... Still a big thing there as well. I mean, that is, there is a reason, you know, you don't necessarily want to date, like, your authority figure, you know, a, a professor or, or whatnot. But, oh, man, I only ever wanted to date my authority figures. Oh, I'm sure, I'm sure you'd want to, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm the person that I, I get too nervous, like, oh, you're an attractive, you know, teacher near my age and I'm in high school? No, scary. Like, <laughs> I'm just too nervous. Back in the days when I used to work for other people, I never had, like, a, a woman who was a boss that I wasn't, like, into. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's, yeah, that's me and my wife. She's 10 years older. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. What? She's 50? No, she, <laughs> she's 60. Oh, my goodness. She's 60 and that's I so am cool. 50. That's so cool. You don't you don't see that as much when the woman's, you know, older. I mean, my mom's a little bit older than my dad, a little bit, but interesting. Well... I mean, it's it's kind of going off the rails a little bit conversationally, but I always liked older women. They were, you know. You, you like the older women. Oh, okay. <laughs> my, uh, when I was in the Navy, that would be my, if you want to look at it that way, it's a terrible way to think of it, but my, my record, like, age difference was I was 19 and she was 53. <gasps> Amazing. I love it. But there we are. So. Whatever. She liked semen. It happened. <laughs> <laughs> so this... So her making a drink, okay, and oh, now here's the real weird thing to me about this, okay? This is the thing I really wanted to get into. Al and Millie both are fully aware that she is trying to date this married guy. Mm-hmm. What's his name? Fred. They're yeah. both aware. She's she's literally taking one of the good glass glasses from her house mm-hmm. and making a drink in it that she's intending to take to this married guy on kind of a mm-hmm. date that she's going with him on. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It seems weirdly permissive for 1946 for a couple of parents to just be like, eh, I don't think this is a good idea. But it also speaks to that thing where 17-year-old girls are just trusted to be adults more. Yeah. Than they are now because of the whole extended childhood thing. Yeah. And what could they do? Although I guess we, you know, find out kind of like what's metal, you know, thing. But Well, and Dad's way of meddling maybe is coming in and saying, oh, no, this drink's for me. Yeah, true. But mom, I think, is more more direct. I hear you're going to see Fred. And she goes, yes. And he goes, what's his wife like? <laughs> oh, oh, shady. I'll tell you later. <laughs> <laughs> wonder what her version of this is. We know now and we know from later that she definitely has designs on Fred. And I think it is that she thinks that Fred's wife doesn't deserve him. Yeah. How do we feel about Fred? Mm. I mean, he's not a complete jerk. She's not a good person. This this woman he's married to. Yeah, true, true. And he definitely has tried and tried to be a good guy. He's trying to manage the budget and everything, and she just wants to go party all the time. Yeah. And Peggy would definitely be more up his aisle. They're on the same page uh, as far as what they want out of relationships. Mm-hmm. So I find myself, in spite of the fact that they're married, and this is so weird that we are talking about a movie from 1946, but I find myself, in spite of him being married to someone, I'm rooting for him and Peggy to get together. 
that's true, also, yeah. But I also kind of feel like it's going to be a disaster. But it's also like you, you lose them how you get them, too. Like, I want someone good for her. Like, that's not a cheater or, you know. Well, and also then imagine being out, right? You're over in France, mm-hmm. and it's just like a f- fest. Everybody's having sex with everybody everywhere. Yeah. And now this guy is coming home, and he's going to start dating your daughter. Like, oh, dude, Ooh. I know what things... I know what things were like in France. <laughs> it, it's like you knew the soul. Yeah, you 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 know you know him as a soldier because they they knew each other previously, right? It's not a. I'm, you know what? I'm not sure. And I'm trying to like get filtered in. Like, how do I feel about Fred? How do I? Is he hot? I forgot. You know. He's a little. He's a little cute. He's a little bit more cute than hot, probably. Yeah. Yeah. A little less of a model and more of an actor. Oh, true. I gotta look at the the poster again because I've already. <laughs> who plays who plays he is dana andrews oh what a name right oh yeah looks like a private eye uh- <laughs> <laughs> nice <laughs> well as long as we are on this hold on oh wow did you see that look okay he goes Where? i was just asking peggy about fred's wife and the mom yeah. gives him this withering like like oh you're such a yeah <laughs> like she does not want this brought up yeah but then also, man, when you said resting bitch face before, that's definitely the makeup she has on. And he's acting all innocent. Like, what are you, what do you think we're thinking? Well, there's there's no, like, expression in the eyes, you know, it's all coldness from mom. <laughs> Shut up, Al. Yeah, uh, it just, I feel like that needs to be, like, not, not a meme, but like a, like a gif or like a, not gif, I don't even know what, Some, something. That's definitely a couple of parenting styles clashing right there. I recognize right, yeah. that. Because he's like, what? What do you mean? What do you mean? She's like, shut up, Al. And then just ask her directly. Are you in love with him? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like it like belongs on, not that it should be a blooper, but it reminds me of those those old, you know, bl- like they release like, like bloopers from these old movies where people are swearing, people are, you know, mess up their lines. I, it, oh, so funny. I, I mean, I love bloopers in general, but like seeing people that you don't think are... You know, they look infallible. You can't imagine, like, oh, they're filming a movie, they mess up, they, you know, start swearing, they, they're real people, you know? Okay, so what do you think about that? She answers, you know, Mom asks, are you in love with Fred? She just yeah. directly. And Peggy says, yeah. yes, but I don't want to be. Have you ever felt that way about anybody? Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, it's one of those things where it's, you know, it's not just once, you just kind of always have that, like, oh, you know, why am I... I mean, I think just in in general, even, like, kind of taking it back to when I was a kid, if you just want to break it down to, like, a little kid crush, it's just kind of like, oh, he doesn't even like me back. Like, I don't want to. This is stupid. This is dumb. I don't want to give my heart. I think you probably hit on it. I I bet that's the reason she doesn't want to be. That's what that character means. Because he is married, and she knows what's... She knows that's kind of messed up. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here, I thought this was going to be this 10-minute conversation, but I think you just nailed it. <laughs> I know. I know, I feel like I need to think of, like, a more, you know, sophisticated time, but it's like, you know, whether you're, I mean, I was always boy crazy. I had crushes when I was very little, so, you know, I always have that, like, I, I shouldn't be. This is ridiculous. They don't even like me back. I don't, I don't even know what you're talking about. You can't tell from your Facebook feed that you're boy crazy or anything. No, I'm not boy crazy. I'm fine. No, I just, I first fell in love when I was nine. Haven't, hasn't everyone? No. <laughs> wow. In love. Hold on. Oh. Stop the oh, press. Yeah. In love. <laughs> Stop the presses. Yeah. <laughs> in love is what you're saying you felt at nine. Yeah. 
And, and I had my first crush at, like, five, maybe before, but five for sure. But he already had a girlfriend, so. How how old was he? Oh, well, he was also, like, five. Can you imagine 46? No, he was five. <laughs> uh, we were in the same kindergarten class. It was nine of us. We had another, well, there was, so there was nine of us, so one of the other girls was dating him, and she would sit in his lap during circle time. And that wasn't great, but I would always imagine that they would, this is what I always pictured back then, that they probably go to, like, their nearby Burger King, and, like, because I'd watch TV, I'd watch, I don't know if you know, like, Doug, um, I don't know, Disney or Nick, wherever it originated, where, you know, in in that show, they, you know, would, would have, like, a fast food restaurant dates, or they'd hang out there. So I thought that these two kindergarten kids would probably, you know, go into you know, the you know, local Burger King and you know, that's that's their date. And it only was maybe a few years ago where I was like, you know what? Maybe they didn't. They probably I mean unless it was like with their moms or something. But like they were five. What was I thinking? The pro- the, the the extent of having a boyfriend when you're five is probably just she sits on his lap during circle time or during reading a story. What was I thinking? Like the things that I thought <laughs> just the fact that <laughs> I mean, just the fact that little Alice is thinking of them dating because she's sitting on his lap at age five. No, no, I mean, I mean, they would say also that they were, you know, this is my girlfriend, you know, like, that. it was also said, but wow. the extent, but, oh yeah, it was said, but, like, the extent of it was, you know, probably just that. I don't think that it was, I mean, maybe, maybe they went to Burger King, but do I think that two five or six-year-olds were sitting in a booth, you know, at a restaurant having a date? Probably not. I, <laughs> I would be surprised. You know, it's all the things you realize when you're much older. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so this is actually this is kind of fascinating to me. At five years old, you already mm-hmm. had a conception of what a date was, which was minimally two people going out somewhere to eat. Yeah. Sitting across the table, probably talking to each other, or what did you imagine happened during yeah. the date? Yeah, you just you, you sit at, at a booth, like across from each other, and you talk and you eat your food. I'm trying to put this together now. You are 28. That yeah. means you were in kindergarten in uh, 23 years ago, right? I guess. Oh, my, oh my God. God. I met my wife 22 years ago. So 23 years ago, did all girls think in terms of trying to get a guy to date in kindergarten? Um, In kindergarten? I don't know. I mean... Or is this the specifically your boy crazy thing? I ask it's because private kindergarten, yeah. <laughs> it sounds like there was at least one other girl in your class that was sitting to boys. Right. I mean, I think right. I mean, I think even I mean even through elementary school, like I mean, I guess people kind of I don't maybe dated. I mean, people had crushes. I don't know. I mean, I definitely had a crush every year, and then third grade hit, and I was like, wait a second, I can like more than one guy, you know, <laughs> uh, which really has haunted me ever since. Uh, but that but, but third grade is also when I fell in love because there was this one boy and and this is what we this is a really sad thing that we teach kids there was this boy that in 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 first grade he would like tease me and everything about whatever you know different things and my my dad said oh well you know he probably just likes you that's why he's teasing you blah blah and then in 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 third grade I moved to a different house like same same town and I moved into his neighborhood, and there were like 20, I think, tw- not 20, there were a lot of windows from my house that looked out, 
to, to his house, and I was like, that's it. This is fate. <laughs> this is it, you know? <laughs> this is fate. This is it, you know? Did you guys end up... We called it going together. Because probably probably because of Greece, we called it going together. Oh, cute, cute. No, we definitely did not. Um, no, I mean, I liked him into, like, into middle school, I think. Like, may, maybe, like, or... Or honestly, what I would say—I mean, I remember—I remember sitting on the on the porch in elementary school, like, "Mom, like, if you're out there, Simon, I'm sorry, you know, Mom, I'm gonna marry Simon when I grow up." And you know, I'm just looking at the ants, you know, I'm just whatever, <laughs> a little kid. Um, but no, but I think the other reason why, besides that, I felt more like overwhelming feelings and like crushes that I'd had previously. The other thing was that in I think sixth grade, there was a girl. That was that I knew that he liked, and and this girl was like, oh, I don't know. I, we were like in choir together, and she was like, oh, you know, I kind of want to date Simon, but I don't know. He seems like a bad boy. Like he seems like he'd be you know in detention all the time or whatever. And I and I looked at her. And I'm like, oh no no. Like you know what? He's he's a good guy. He's not a bad guy. Blah blah. And she was like, oh okay. And then they, st- and that was his first girl. They became his first girlfriend. Oh dating my for like, god! For like six months. But to me, it was the fact that, and like, and I on purpose, you know, hyped him up like that. And I was like, you know what? Like, and he started, I think, dating people in middle school. I think he left to a private school at some point in middle school. But to me, it was like the fact that I was selfless enough to be like, you know what? He likes this girl. I want him happy, and I put his happiness before, you know, before my own like that. You know, like, yeah, it sucks, but I put my, ha- you know, his happiness before my own kind of solidified that, like, yeah, like, I look back, you know, from this adult perception of love, if I see if it's even an adult perception, I don't know, and I think, yeah, you know what, that that was unrequited, unrequited, I don't know how to say it, unrequited love, because, you know, I mean, for both the feelings and the, like, selflessness that I, that I had to put his happiness in front of mine. So, so, so bringing this back to the movie. Yeah. Peggy. Peggy's doing the same thing. She is. She's like, if he's going to be married to this guy, then he's going to be married to this guy. Mm-hmm. I just want to be in his presence because I like him. Mm-hmm. And I'll accept that I'm never going to be able to marry him. Even though, even though I love him. You can find the Best Minute Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Play. Or at the main site, thebestminutes.com. You can find the Best Minutes podcast on Facebook at Butch's Place, the best years of our lives, Listener's Cafe, and on Twitter at The Best Minutes. You might not know this, but there are over 170 other Movies by Minutes podcasts available at MoviesByMinutes.com. I'm Curtis Blaze, and you can find me at TheTimeBanditsMinute.com and BlazePortraits.com. And I'm Alice Lauren, and you can find me on Twitter at PodSocialite and on TikTok at PodcastSocialite. Join us here next time on the Best Minutes Podcast. Good Good night. night. Hey, Joe, you better hurry up out there because she's taking off soon. Right, thanks. Come on, Taylor.